The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, But in those days after the suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away. That day or hour, no one knows. Neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Prepare, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his own work and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake. You do not know what the master will come in the evening or at midnight or at crow or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. In the name of our loving, life-giving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Every once in a while, I sit and I think about my life. I review these last 39 short years, and I realized that there were many moments in my childhood when I thought very intentionally about my future. My future as an adult, and my future living on my own and working in the career of my dreams. And when I think about this, I cannot count the numerous times when I thought to myself, golly, I can't wait to get out of my parents' house. And I would whisper that, and the reason why I would whisper it is because I dare not allow my parents to hear that come out of my mouth. But more often than not, these kinds of ideas and feelings generally arose from moments of frustration, annoyance, and even moments of challenge and difficulty. I desired to become something, something greater, perhaps 
something better. And definitely something more enjoyable than whatever my current reality was at that time. And while I knew that there was still this trajectory of time between desiring it and actually having it, there was an unshakable assurance down within. I would dare say even a bit of stubborn determination that boldly declared within me what I would do, where I would go, and who I would become, even if I still had to wait on it. I had the hope of becoming. And if I could raise for a subject to frame these next few moments, the hope of becoming, the hope of becoming. On this, the first Sunday of Advent, we not only begin a journey towards Bethlehem and the celebration of the Word becoming flesh, but we also have the commencement of a new church year. And just like any new year, there is this underpinned excitement and for some probably anxiousness about the opportunity to begin again, a new year, a new chance. For some of us, we may think about our New Year's resolutions, these goals and determinations to do what we have never done before or to accomplish what certainly may not have been accomplished in years prior. We go into the new year with expectancy, and with anticipation of what we will become as individuals and as a community. We have hope for what the year will become for us and towards us in terms of lived out experiences. The hope of becoming. Our liturgical calendar offers a beautiful spiritual environment in which to begin again. And it centers this, our first week of Advent, on the idea and the impact of hope. Even as we here have lit the first candle of our beautiful Advent wreath, we recall the theme of hope. Perhaps for some of us, this hope is grounded in the fact that now Christmas is only 22 days away. And we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And we're going to have beautiful services, especially the beautiful services that our parish is known for. And we're going to sing lots of carols. And then we're going to go home and we're going to cut the ham. And we're going to open the presents. That's exciting, isn't it? Or perhaps for others, this hope is fixed in a greater idea that just as Jesus Christ came to us in the manger, so also will he come again. As we celebrate his first coming, we name and fortify our hope for his second coming. And these things are all well and good, and regardless to where we may fall on this theological spectrum, the invitation for us today is to gently step back from only thinking about Christ coming to the world 
and begin to think about Christ and his coming to us and in us, in our hearts and in our lives, this personal advent that brings a new year and a new opportunity to become, my friends, something for God and for God's people. We have the hope of becoming. In today's gospel reading, Jesus speaks to his disciples about the coming of the Son of Man, urging them to stay awake and be vigilant. The call to stay awake is a call to remain spiritually alert and conscious of God's presence in our lives. It is an invitation to live with a sense of purpose, recognizing that our actions and our choices, they matter in the grand narrative of God's redemption plan for the world. And all of these things, my friends, are a part of our calling to hope. The imagery of the sun darkening, the stars falling, and the Son of Man coming in the clouds, surely these images, they capture our attention. And while this image may seem a bit apocalyptic, it really offers a more metaphorical visualization of this reality, that life is oftentimes messy, life can be uncertain, and life is full of storms. Just as the image of the sun and the stars going into chaotic state exists in the text, so too can our lives seem to spiral out of control. However, it is in the midst of a world that can feel chaotic and uncertain that hope is born. Right in the middle of the chaos, hope is born. As I mentioned earlier, I didn't begin to imagine what could be until my life pushed me to reimagine things. My friends, as we reimagine our lives, we begin to pull on the hope that's deep within, a hope that transcends the challenges of the present, Reminding us that our ultimate redemption is drawing near, and in fact, that redemption has already come. And I understand that for some of us, tapping into that inkling of hope may be difficult right now, extremely difficult. Some may say, well, Jimmy, you just don't understand how difficult it's been for me. This year has been one heck of a roller coaster ride. I've taken some hits. And I've fallen. We understand that this time of year comes with diverse challenges for many of us. And yes, all of it can be very heavy. And it can feel like one fall after another, one crash after another. But my friends, even in those emotions, there is hope. And I'm reminded of the old nursery rhyme. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great what? Fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty what? 
back together again. And I stand here today, my brothers and sisters, admitting to all of you here in this sacred place, I currently am, I have been, and as time goes on, I will most certainly find myself being Humpty Dumpty. I have climbed the wall of life and the gravitational pull of reality. It constantly tugs the pull of ups and downs, the pull of joys and sorrows, the pull of victories and losses, disappointments, and even the grand accomplishments of life. They all have a way of pulling. And yes, I fell to the ground. And like Humpty Dumpty, I shattered. And no, my friends, the king's horses and the king's men could not put me back together again because the reality was I did not need the horses. I did not need the king's men. I needed the king. The king put me back together again. And when the king put me back together again, this was done through radical love and transformative hope, a hope of becoming. And that, my sisters and brothers, is why we here today can celebrate. We can celebrate the reality that this Advent, we not only have a new year and a new fresh start, but we triumphantly enter into this new year because Christ is not just coming, but Christ has already come to us. Christ has come to us through the waters of our baptism. Christ has come to us every Sunday through word and sacrament. Christ comes to us through the love and the fellowship that we share with one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. And Christ most certainly, most certainly comes to us as peace in the time of storm, as comfort in moments of pain, as healing when hearts are broken and our spirits are wounded, and as a friend when humanity seems to have failed us. My friends, because Christ has come, the love and presence of God has radically transformed us all. It has infused us and given us a new sense of hope, a hope of becoming. So as we close and we embark on this season of anticipation and hope, and as we await the arrival of the one who was called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. May we actively seek the opportunity to become vehicles of justice, instruments of love, and missioners of service in our daily lives. Why? Because we go forward with the hope of becoming. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.